0: This is A Healthier Michigan Podcast, Episode 1. Coming up, we discuss how to have a healthy relationship with food. Welcome to A Healthier Michigan Podcast. Oh, Episode 1. We're so excited you're with us. This podcast is going to be dedicated to navigating how we can all improve our health and well-being through small, healthy habits. We can start implementing today. You can start it. And having a healthy relationship with food. Yes, I have been in love with a cheeseburger in my past, maybe in my future, too. I'm Chuck Gatica. We're so glad you're here. Each week, we sit down with a certified health expert from Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan, and we do a deep dive into topics covering nutrition, well-being, stress reduction. And on this episode, we've got to get some information on Grace DeRocha, Grace and I go back minutes. Our, our families knew each other. My son, your, you know, your, your brother, brother, right? And then you knew of the kids. Grace is a registered dietitian, certified diabetes, and certified health coach at Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan. She's a featured blogger here at A Healthier Michigan, and she's an MSU grad. She's got more designations and certificates. I don't know how you would put all the letters behind her name. And she's, she's got two kids, six-year-old daughter, three-and-a-half-year-old son, and a husband. There yeah, you go. him too. Yay. Yeah. How are you? <laughs>
1: Doing well. It's Thank you. It's good to see you again. I know. I'm happy to see you. This is going to be fun.
0: It is going to be fun because you're such an expert. I mean, you, you've you got the workout piece, the diabetes certification. You, you're a nutrition diet, you know, a, a dietitian, right?
1: Yes. Then you've yes. got the
0: whole workout thing. This is like one-stop shopping. We've got other experts coming up in the next 18 episodes. but yes. th- This is all about a healthier relationship with food. What does that mean?
1: You know, I feel like people nowadays are looking at dieting and ways to cut back. But then they they live in fear almost of food. They don't have a good relationship with it. Mm-hmm. They think to themselves, I'm being bad or I'm not doing this right. But it doesn't have to be that way.
0: But wait a minute. Aren't there times where, let's be fair, because in my life as a bit of an emotional eater, there's been a binge or two on, you know, I'm watching the you know, national news, and I, I tell you, if I watch too much of that, I'm eating six Oreo cookies and then doing 2% milk because I think I'm doing a favor, right, for myself. But there are some things that are not great habits. Maybe right, we don't want exactly. to use the word bad.
1: And I think I, what I want people to take out of this and our conversation today is that there are ways to bounce back, and then even before that, there's ways to do better on a consistent basis without feeling deprived.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So where do we start with that idea then? Does it really start at breakfast?
1: And I think it starts with, are you hungry? Because you said, sometimes I stress eat and I think everyone will eat for different reasons. But I think, yeah, as far as timing, we start with breakfast, but then we also think about how hungry am I throughout the day? And assessing that.
0: That's the weirdest question. You know, I mean, it's so basic, Grace, but it's, it's such a strange question to think you would ask yourself. Am I hungry? Right. Because sometimes the answer truly is no, and you're still going for chips.
1: Exactly. And that's what can be something that plays into our mindset or plays into habits that aren't the healthiest or plays into our emotions. And I'm not saying that food is only fuel because food is a lot of things more mm-hmm. than just fuel. Mm-hmm. You know, food. Food is traditions. Food is culture. Food is your grandma's favorite dish. Food is is can be emotional and spiritual.
0: They created whole TV networks, right? Exactly. And magazines right. out of food.
1: Food is art. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Or well, can be. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So tell us about where we begin getting in, in the, at least the healthy relationship, right? So, am I hungry? Is a good question. And I'm, I'm saying the timing is breakfast, but it really is a mindset issue before you even wake up.
1: Yes, absolutely. So I would think there's timing throughout the day okay. with breakfast, lunch, dinner, or what you think it should be. Mm-hmm. But then everyone's everyone. it's going to be case by case everyone's day runs differently. Some people like to work out in the morning. Some people want to work out after work. Some people try to squeeze it in before lunch. So also looking at your day and what it entails to see when you might need some extra fuel, what that timing looks like, what kind of good nutrition you might be missing
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: so that you can get it in.
0: So is the balance of how you fuel up, is that important? Because we hear so much about protein and carbs and the low carb, the low fat, the low this, the low, you know, don't eat this, be popcorn at theaters. It's like, oh my (laughs) gosh, if you just have a little bit, it's okay. I know.
1: And I feel like everything is getting demonized or don't do, don't do, don't do. And we're definitely going to talk about all of those different food groups and macronutrients, I think in a later episode and diets as well. Yeah, But I would definitely start with, am I hungry? And we're going to do this right now. And you guys can do it with us. Okay. It's a really quick breathing exercise and it's a way to be present and mindful before you go and grab something. Okay. So you can close your eyes and you take three deep breaths in Mm -hmm. and out. Let's do two more in and out. Last one in and out. That That was relaxing. It was. And then assess right now in this present moment. Your hunger level. So one would be, I'm not hungry at all. And 10 would be, I'm starving. And then mm-hmm. you pick your number. What are you, where, where are you at right now? Right Chuck?
0: now? Even, well, I already told you off mic, uh, you know, it's an apple and peanut butter and a cup of coffee this morning. I'm mm-hmm. still feeling good because sometimes my stomach will start to grumble. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'd say I'm at eight, nine.
1: Okay. Yeah. Perfect. So if you had to pick something, what would you pick to eat Right, right now?
0: now Uh, Probably another apple because it's out on the table. (laughs) You know, I don't really go for the processed snacks. And I like nuts, but if if there were pistachios maybe I'd have that or something that doesn't have a lot of salt maybe would be a choice. But fruit would be a number one hit.
1: I love that because fruit is good because it gives you a good burst of energy, Mm -hmm. has lots of good nutrition. And I love that you're thoughtful about your process of the things that you like and what you know is available to you, right? And so I think that's what people yeah. have to think about too. So that, that structure of your home and what you have available to you becomes key.
0: So is your daily routine, a lot of people are listening right now, right? Mm-hmm. And they're on the go all the time. Maybe they're walking while they're listening to this. But you know it, you wake up, maybe you. there are people who skip breakfast. Yes. And they still seem to do okay. Or somebody who says, I'm way too busy to get lunch today. Are, would you encourage them that they need to adjust habits? Or if that's their thing, that's just their thing.
1: So it depends on the person and, you know, if they have any chronic conditions or health concerns. I do like to see people eat regularly because I want them to build a metabolism that's going to work best for their body. Uh-huh. So part so, of that... So if you're
0: skipping breakfast, that affects your metabolism through the day? It can. Interesting.
1: So because do you know why breakfast is called breakfast? Because it breaks the fast from your sleep. Mm-hmm. to kickstart your metabolism.
0: Well, that's where this whole idea of intermittent fasting is coming from, yes. right? So you break your fast, but they're saying like back in caveman days, cavewoman days, we would have gone maybe three days. Right. And then you break your fast. Right. And I, I still see that. And I think, I don't know who's doing this fasting thing, but I... I can't get past overnight. I don't know.
1: I know. And I've read lots of studies on it. And I think, again, I think it's case by case because someone who's diabetic and needs to have fuel their body. Mm -hmm. So if if they're on medication, don't have a low blood sugar or have an issue. But there is some evidence that we do eat too much too often. Mm Mm-hmm and that you do need to give your stomach, your body and your brain a break. You know, if people are having that fourth meal late at night, sure. They could get into trouble because sure. then they then they think that they have to eat right away in the morning and may not have to or maybe they didn't need the fourth meal. You know what I mean?
0: Well, and if you're skipping early, isn't there a chance that that body fuel connection that your your brain or your body physically is signaling, I need more, I need more, so your mm-hmm. dinner tends to overcompensate? Yes. Because you came home starving.
1: Right. And we there's research that shows people that skip breakfast Usually eat later into the night. Ah. So it's like almost like you're adjusting that. And I think, again, with intermittent fasting, because there's rules people are following it, but maybe they're not listening to their body. And I think that's such an important part of this. Like we did the deep breathing, being mindful about what you would choose, being mindful and present when you're eating. So you don't overeat and you can, because there's actually, as you're going through the digestion process, there's three chemicals that tell the, from the stomach to the brain that say I'm full. Hmm. So that's why, you know, we want to pace ourselves and take our time and eat slowly and Mm -hmm. enjoy the food that we want. So, we don't have to be perfect all the time. Yeah. Whatever that means.
0: Yeah. Well, and you know, you say, you say there are bad ways to look at food and bad words. I mean, the word diet itself has been morphing over time to lifestyle change. I have to admit to you, my entire life I've had a struggle. I, I mean, I've been on two diets at once because I don't get enough food with one. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. and so I, I, I've tried to figure out, is this the week I'm, you know, high protein? This the week I'm low carb? This the week I'm high fat because my buddy told me he's on a beer and bacon diet. I'm like, really? <laughs> just just beer and bacon works? Right. Well, for certain people that may work for a minute, but juggling all these thoughts that are coming at us through the media, really. Yes, right? Yes. Some of those things diets are good and some of them are not as balanced to give you the fuel you're saying we need.
1: Oh, I there are so I have so many issues with the word diet itself and yeah. what that means.
0: So should I not use that word?
1: So before I felt like diet meant something else and now diet it has a connotation of that something that has a beginning and an end. And I know we're going to talk a oh, lot about diets yeah. coming up for yeah. sure. But people think that there it is something that they do and happens you know, to them.
0: I started on Monday mm-hmm. and I'll be done in 60 days and everything will be okay. Right. And it's not then.
1: And you know what? I've had people tell me it was easier to quit smoking than to figure out how to eat right. Wow. Because smoking, I could just stop. And we don't stop eating or drinking, right? Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: I thought that was really impactful to hear.
0: So anything else related to this notion of fuel for our bodies? Because that's an easy thing to relate to is that we need fuel. Anything else? Because you can have, you know, premium fuel. You can have unleaded, you know.
1: Right. So what I would say to people too is if we were a car, most of the time, if your gas tank is a quarter empty, you don't usually stop to get gas again. Even if it's half empty, you might not. But if you know you're going on a long car ride, like going on a workout or having a busy day, mm-hmm. you might fill up because you know you're going to need that fuel. Yeah. And so if we think of our bodies in a sense in that way, you know, assessing when we're hungry, assessing what might fill us and satisfy us, because I think we can have filling food that might be lowering calories or um, have empty calories, but mm-hmm. it might not satisfy you.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, you're talking about the half sleeve of Girl Scout cookies that, you know, because, you know, there are certain things with this notion of calorie density. When I look at the apple mm-hmm. and how much of that solid, I look at it and I think, well, that's going to fill up the space in my gut. But yet only one little cookie has still got the same 75 or 80 calories, you know, exactly. and it's not working for me. You know. So
1: filling versus being satisfied. Or could you maybe have one cookie if you really, really want the taste? Mm-hmm. One uh,
0: cookie. What country is you? what, where are you from, What?
1: <laughs> And having the apple too. Yeah. You know?
0: Is are there any other tricks? Because you know, I hear people say what my wife does this, to be fair. Susan will feel hungry and she will go get a glass of water.
1: I'm you're like reading my mind. Oh, yes. I didn't know. Sorry. So even when you're assessing your hunger level, many times when we are thirsty or dehydrated, we feel hunger.
0: So she is as smart as I thought. Because, you know, she, <laughs> she'll she do stuff like this and I'll say, I don't know if a glass of water would do it. And I think for her, to be fair, it's also part mindfulness. Yes. She's taking the one, two, three break while she's drinking water and getting filled. And she said, you know, when I walk away, most of the time I don't need that thing I thought I had to go grab.
1: Right. And it does also give you a second to think, didn't I just eat breakfast recently? I don't really need anything right now. Interesting. It's, it might be a habit.
0: Man, you know? i married up. You know, it's just so good to have somebody smart in the house She with is me. smart, for sure. <laughs> All the kids took after her, too. All right. I don't just, believe that. So I know you're smart. Do we, do we also look at this idea of through the day as being something we can manage in, in increments? You know, you're talking about the time periods. Because when you try to wrap your arms around, uh, you know, that's kind of a bad analogy. If you're uh, looking at, you know, I'm trying to lose weight. You're wrapping your arms around yourself, having small goals. Even through the day is good, right?
1: We're definitely going to talk about goal setting too. But Yeah. yeah, having small goals throughout your day and, and taking time to plan a little bit. Again, I feel like my husband, Tom, I'm calling you out, buddy, but he loves ice cream. Yeah. We, so we don't keep ice cream in the house and I, I'm a chip girl. I'm more of like the savory end. So if there's chips or something salty, that's what I would gravitate towards. So we don't keep, even though we have young kids, we have some things, but we don't. Don't, we don't have ice cream because we walk to the frozen yogurt place. That's our. Th- that's like our treat.
0: So you're getting some steps mm-hmm. in? We're trying to get yeah. our steps in. And can I just say for uh unnamed person, Tom, uh, <laughs> that if you're out driving that place with the Golden Arches, under 200 calories, three and a half grams of fat for their frozen yogurt just, it's a buck and a quarter cone. I'm just saying, Grace, I'm just... <laughs> Men need to stick together here. I know. uh,
1: And that's okay. But I think part of that is building the structure of your home to support whatever some of your health goals are. And I think if you are parents, your kids are watching. They want to be like you. Speak to that
0: because don't you have some kind of drawer or place even if it's healthy snacks, you've got two kids. Yes. Right? Don't you have a place
1: for that? Yes, definitely. I have little containers and they're labeled. So some have dried fruit, some have nuts, um, some have, and it's called treats. Yeah. So, and they you know, and I mean, I never try to deprive them of anything, but you, you'll you hear my daughter and she's, she's six. She'll say, um, you didn't pack during the school year. You didn't pack any vegetables in my lunch today.
0: Good job, mom. She's calling. I mean, really, all the degrees are paying off. Yeah,
1: but it's it's really interesting. And even last night, she's like, "I have vegetables, but can I have fruit too?" And I was like, "I, do you want to do the podcast for me, honey?" Come on, (laughs) no, she does. She calls me out often.
0: Yeah. So as a parent, though, you know, and we've got maybe a lot of people who are listening who are parents. Uh, eating crust of the grilled cheese that's left or something. I mean, you've got to manage your way through life as being a parent. Yeah, So you're absolutely. not overeating because they left stuff on their plate. Right.
1: right. Try to use some yeah. whole grain bread as long as you don't have celiac disease.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, right, right. So many things. So anything else as we uh, we talk about this idea of fueling up your body or, or food is more than just fuel?
1: I would remind people that the strength of their body. So, you know, we used to look, <laughs> I used to look, at eating and exercise, as being young and being aesthetically pleasing, uh-huh. but now focusing on the health of that, because we can have health at every shape. You don't have to be perfectly skinny. Yeah, you know, um, you do have to keep improving upon it to to live that healthy lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I don't know what perfectly skinny even means. Do you know what that? I'm means, not sure John? what that is. I don't is know either. what that is either. <laughs> yeah,
0: but I don't think anybody does, right? I mean, unless you're some supermodel, and and that's just been what you work at your entire life,
1: right? Who is? Yeah, and I think reminding yourself that your body to empower yourself with that knowledge, to be mindful that you do have control over what you eat, you can build healthier habits um, day in mm-hmm. and day out with exercise, with good nutrition. And focusing on maybe having good things in your diet as opposed to thinking you have to cut something out.
0: I think that's really good sane advice because too many times we work ourselves up into this frenzy. I like the idea of mindfulness, Mm -hmm. the breathing exercise, and I know it's a podcast, but come on, we can all do that. Yeah. Right, we can practice it. We can rewind this episode, episode one, by the way. Right. And we can go back, and we can do those things, and instill those little habits through the day.
1: And being present when you're eating, because often we're eating in front of the TV, so there's, mm-hmm. you're not mindful. We're eating in the car. Um, yeah. And you know this: sitting down to dinner and having family time allows you to be present and allows you to communicate with the family. Getting the whole family involved in that process.
0: Can I just say, I don't want to. I don't want to get on a soapbox for my entire professional <laughs> career, as long as something didn't derail me professionally. Meaning there was a storm or something. Every night we sat down for dinner. And the stuff that. you hear that you pick up from the kids' lives is critical. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, we didn't have as many smart devices, but it's it's huge.
1: It is huge. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And they could call me out and say, Dad, you already had the mashed potatoes and gravy. Okay. <laughs> stop it, kids. Well, I can't wait for episode two. We're talking about micro and macronutrients.
1: Yes. We're going to get kind of in into the more of the nitty gritty of... Oh, I like of, that. The food.
0: More scientific. <laughs> yes. Okay, that's cool stuff. Well, listen, we, we appreciate you listening. This is a brand new podcast series. This is episode one. It's called A Healthier Michigan Podcast, brought to you by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan. If you like the show, you want to know more, here comes the web domain ahealthiermichigan.org slash podcast. There will eventually be 18 episodes for you to check out. So you can jump ahead and you can check them all out if you want. But we'll be getting to episode two the next time. And you can leave us a review uh, right on iTunes or Stitcher. You can get all the new episodes on your smartphone or tablet. Be sure to subscribe to us on uh, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. Join me next time with Grace DeRocha. She'll be coming back and again talking about macro and micronutrients, how we get a healthier balance, From both of those food groups, and just what do those words mean anyway? I'm Chuck Gaetica, see you next time.